Blog Talk Radio. You're listening to the Dynamic Dojo Show with Restita and Robert, your source for martial arts talk radio. Three, two, one, we're live. Good afternoon, everyone. This is Christina DeJesus right here on Dynamic Dojo Talk Radio on the Seika Network. And yes, I know, it's Friday instead of Sunday. Usually, we uh, air on Sundays at 6 p.m. Pacific Time and every third Sunday at 11 a.m. Pacific Time. However, I wanted to do this impromptu show because I wanted to talk a little bit about scammers. Namely, scammers that target martial arts studios or any other service-oriented business such as yoga, Zumba, um, gyms, general fitness gyms, and so on and so forth. Um, But anyway, listeners, it's September 28th, 12 p.m. Pacific Time in the United States, and our phone number here is 347-677-0699. So if you're just seeing our link there on Facebook, Feel free to call in if you're a martial arts teacher and have dealt with these shady scams. So let's um, let's talk about that for a little bit. Okay, so let me give you a little bit of a, of a backstory here. Uh, last night, I got an email from someone that wanted to um, know about classes, and uh, all this gentleman said was, "Hi, my name is Marvin Smith," or something like that. I'm, I'm gathering that's his alias. But, uh, hi, my name is Marvin Smith. I'd like to uh, prepay for some classes for my kids. Do you take credit cards? So I took the time, actually, to write up this big informational spiel for, for the gentleman. I asked him some questions, such as, how old are the kids? Have they done martial arts before? Uh, where in Seattle are you? And stuff like that. And uh, he said, well, actually, I'm recovering from lung cancer, I underwent a lung operation or something like that. So can uh, can I get your personal cell phone number? And this is a quote. Can I get your personal cell phone number so I can text you? Um, and, of course, that was a big red flag. You know, normally people that will call or email a studio will not ask for your personal cell phone number. They just want information, right? And they're usually okay about any of the information that they give you and will actually uh, ask questions about your information, either through email or when you're right there on the phone um, with them if they do call the studio. So that was kind of a red flag. So, you know, because it, it because at that point it was really kind of hard to tell whether or not this was a legitimate request or if it was a scam, I decided to give the gentleman a dummy text number. <laughs> so thank you, TextFree. I've uh, got an Android app um, that uh, has given me a, a – uh, a dummy number. Um, it's kind of like Skype in a way, um, you know, where you get to buy minutes and stuff like that, but you actually get a dummy number that you can call and text from, um, kind of like Skype or um, or Tango, something like that. So um, I managed to get a dummy number that was actually local here to my area, um, but it uh, the only difference between the new number that I got was that it's uh, uh, it's a different area code. Uh, but that's okay because I 
live in the area where the area code is. So anyway, I thought that was cool. So I uh, he uh, I gave him the dummy number, and sure enough, not even three minutes later, he texts me. And I want to read this whole thread to you guys, and you guys tell me whether or not this sounds kind of fishy, okay? And I'm also going to uh, put my little side note comments in here as, as we go along. Now, if you want to join the discussion our phone number, again, is 347-677-0699, or if you're listening live through the Blog Talk Radio Show Marquee, not through the Marquee on Facebook, um, because I'm, I'm not over on Facebook right now, but if you actually click the link there on Facebook and go to the actual Blog Talk Radio site where our show is, um, there'll be a chat board down at the bottom, and uh, you can join the discussion there if you don't want to call in. Um, now, I know I've got some friends out there that have... Uh, uh, have gotten these types of uh, scammy, shady type of transaction kind of calls or emails or something like that. Or there are people out there that have fallen victim and lost money through these uh, types of shady characters. So, you know, I just wanted to do this show to call attention to these scammers and um, to get some hints from out there um, and to give my own hints on how we as martial arts instructors can avoid those kind of scams. Okay, so... Here's the text message thread. So again, <laughs> not even three minutes after I give the guy this dummy number, he texts me. Anyway, he goes, hello, Ristita. This is Marvin Smith. How are you doing today? Well, I'm in the middle of class, so I just decided to, to, to write back, hello, Marvin. Is this about classes or something else? And he says, yes, I am testing you regarding my kids' training. Sorry, are you the owner or manager, and what is your full name? So I, I'm pretty sure he could have said texting instead of testing, but I took it as testing. So I wrote back, testing me, LOL. I am not the owner, simply an instructor in charge of kids' programs. My full biography is found at my website at bodymovementarts.com, um, where, uh, where you had gotten our email address. Our classes cover the Seattle area. Are you from the Seattle area? And have your kids done any prior martial arts training? Now, Side note comment here. Um, I guess the only way you can figure out whether or not, uh, or I'm sorry, the only way you can find our um, information address is to either go to the website or type in bodymovements.com or do a, a general search for info at. Okay, now my guess is is that somebody had done a general search for info at and just started you know, emailing all these places and probably just did a quick skim of these, um, um, of the websites that they get. Now, just out of curiosity, I'm going to type in, I'm going to search Google for info at, and uh, let's see what pops up. Um, let's see here. Um, 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 well, there's really, oh, wait, there's really nothing on here except for, um, info.info.com, say goodbye to your info email address, info.info. Um, so it really doesn't give you um, any type of uh, actual sites that have these info at type email addresses. Um, however, it does, uh, it does give you tips on how to block spam from email. So let's start with info at. <laughs> Um, now here's 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 something. Um, it's an article 
that uh, that's about figuring out how spammers get email addresses. But I'll go ahead and go over that here in a second. Let's go back to the to the text thread that I'm playing with this guy on through my dummy text number. Okay, so I I asked you know my full biography is 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 on my website because I'm sorry you know if you read the website our biographies of all the teachers are on the website it's on the front page so it's, it's it, you can't really miss it so if he managed to get the address from the website there was no there was there's really it's really hard to get our information email address without passing over the biographies of us. It, so I think it's kind of weird. So that tells me that it was probably just a skim through Google um, or something from a, a internet harvest thing or something. Okay. Um, and also I asked, you know, have your kids done any martial arts training? So anyway, he writes back, smile, happy face. <laughs> I want to make an appointment for a martial art training exercise service for my family. Okay. Let's, let's look at those words again. Okay. Smile, happy face. I want to make an appointment for martial art training exercise service for my family. That sounded kind of weird. I want you to get back to me with the total estimate for two-month private training for five people, three females aged 10, 12, and 20, and two males aged 15 and 18 for two months, one hour daily, three times a week. Also want you to know that they will be coming with a private transportation driver for the service. I will be expecting your reply with the total cost, okay? Question mark. <laughs> okay. <laughs> My reply, I understand, but I ask questions such as that for any child that joins my school. Also, we usually require that children try an intro program first to assure that they want to stay and commit to their classes, especially if you'll be prepaying for two months. What part of the Seattle area will your kids be coming from? Or which elementary, middle, and high schools do they attend? This is to be sure that our branch studio will be, will be the best for your location or we may arrange for the school bus services to drop them off directly at our studio. Okay, he replies, all right, no problem. They're going to attend your program. They're going to attend your program. And it's Cheney, Washington, comma, S. Now, Cheney, Washington, it's, um, he writes Cheney, W-A, and then there's a comma, and then S. And it's all in caps. All right, so this was a red flag for me because it looked like he just, like, pulled it off the Internet or something like that, copy and paste. And check this out, folks. Cheney, Washington is over 250 miles away from Seattle. <laughs> Over 250 miles away on the other side of the mountains. What? You know, what person is going to put their kids um, with a private driver to drive, like, over two hours there and back? I mean, come on. So anyway, I wrote back, well, if they attend elementary, middle, and high schools in Cheney, Washington, my studio is in Seattle four hours away. From Cheney, 266 miles. Oh, I guess it's four hours. I don't think our Seattle studio will be a suitable option for your children because of the distance. Curious, though, you have a New York phone number. If the kids live in Cheney, yet you're requesting a Seattle studio to teach your kids, I don't understand. <laughs> it appears that you or your kids do not live in Seattle. So <laughs> that's my response. And he responds, 
That's not a problem. Have already have already made the charter bus arrangement. So I will like you to get me the total cost of the five kids, okay? Hmm. All right. So I said, okay, well, since we're closed now, I can have our student accounts manager do up the numbers for you tomorrow morning. Thanks. He replies, okay, no problem. I will be expecting your text tomorrow morning to proceed, okay? What was kind of shady for me is that, you know, um, in the email, um, in the short email um, conversation that we had prior to the text thing, I asked, you know, can we call you? It's a lot easier to call you. Um, texting can be sort of inconvenient, but his excuse was is that he doesn't have too much access to email um, and texting is fine, blah, 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 blah. And I was like, okay, whatever. Um, but anyway, I wrote back, is email too much of a convenience because I can see if the accounts manager can just email you directly? And uh, they write back, yeah, I prefer text message because I don't really access my email. That's why, okay. Okay. Um, so now, you know, it started out being very uh, formal. Hello, Rusia. This is Marvin Smith. How are you doing today? And now, and this is my whole this is my whole point. You know, let's draw this conversation out because I really want to know if this is legit or not. If this is legit, and you know, somebody really wants lessons for five people, well, then by all means, I'll teach the five people. However, if this is a scam, and my um, my particular suspicion is that this is a chargeback scam then I just kind of want to draw this out and kind of see if the true colors of the scammer comes out. And it's kind of starting because now the um, the speech and the writing style is beginning to change a little bit in these texts. So anyway, at 6.54 a.m. this morning, I wasn't even awake. This person texts me again. He writes, good morning, question mark. And I write back a little bit later when I finally wake up at 10 in the morning, I write back, waiting for waiting word from our accounts manager, who is not at our studio. However, I'm sure she would want to speak to you directly on the phone, not via text. And that's all in caps. If this phone number you have, 646 blah, 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 is a good number, um, would that be a good number for her to reach you? She does find it odd that you have a charter bus to take the kids from Cheney that's over 250 miles away to Seattle and back when there are studios in that area anyway. But she needs to speak directly with a parent or legal guardian to set up any student package as well as a requirement of meeting all the children at at least one trial lesson before enrollment. Can our account manager call you? All right. So this was at 10, 20. And it's now uh, 12.15 p.m. And uh, what I find funny is that there is no response yet. Okay, so it's apparent that this person either A, isn't checking their text, or B, does not really want to talk on the phone. Okay, um, but on all these other texts where it sounded like there was going to be a deal that goes through, oh, he responds all right. <laughs> now, let's um, talk a little bit about um, a common charge chargeback scam. Uh, one of my friends on Facebook, uh, Mr. Michael Blackburn, had uh, shared um, a type of common chargeback scam that happens a lot, not not only with uh, martial arts schools, but with any service-oriented 
school, you know, um, any type of uh, business that has lessons for sports or martial arts or, or personal training or what have you. Now, apparently, uh, this particular scam um, kind of works like this. Usually, the uh, scammer would say that they're from China or Canada or Germany or, in this case, Cheney, Washington, about 260 miles away. Um, and they want to send their kids to um, to your school because they'll be in the area for a certain amount of time. In my case, they said it was two months. Now, uh, this particular example is uh, from China. Um, Michael Blackburn says usually they say for, they're from China and uh, they're sending their kids to school for a year over wherever and that they will pay for six months private lessons in advance because I guess this is for a martial arts school because I want them to stay disciplined and connected to the traditional Chinese culture. Here is a huge check credit card payment. Okay, now then the students or student come for their first lesson, however, because they're from China or Cheney or wherever they want to be from, they quote-unquote need some cash for walking around because there was a problem with the bank. So their dad or guardian emails the studio and says, you know what, sorry about that, Uh, but since I gave you this huge uh, check or credit card payment, can you just give them $500? you know, and you can just you can just like take it out of that uh, check payment, all right. And now keep in mind that they apparently quote unquote prepaid you. Now in this case, if someone's paying for six months, it'd be thousands of dollars, right? Now in my case, for two months, it would be at least uh, let's see, at least six hundred bucks or for wait six hundred. Anyway, it'd be close to like a thousand dollars for two months, um, depending on you know, what they wanted. And that was another thing I did. I didn't even really, um, I didn't even really give a discount. I just, I gave a ballpark figure and he said, oh, that's okay. That's okay. All right. So this is where I knew this was probably a chargeback scam because, you know, what scammer would not want to take advantage of possibly getting like 1500 bucks from somebody, right? Okay. Um, so anyway, the, the parent or supposed supposed parent emails and says, hey, you know what, can you just give them $500 out of my payment? You know, it'll be no problem. Well, then next thing you know, the check bounces or the credit card company says it's a fraud card or it just doesn't go through and you're out 500 bucks cash or whatever else you gave to this quote unquote student. So it's a chargeback, uh, chargeback scam. Now, um, or another thing would be, you know, the, the student quote unquote comes to class um, and then they find out they really didn't like the class or the teacher was mean or whatever, right? And the uh, parent demands a refund. Okay, well, you know, depending on the studio's refund policy, most people will say, you know, within uh, three classes or seven days or whatever, they'll try to give a refund. And, of course, you know, since there's no money, there's no refund, right? So the uh, scammer will say, sorry, you know, so- somehow my credit card company is not taking the uh, um, taking the refund and my company suggests that I just do a direct deposit refund uh, don't do it <laughs> don't do it <laughs> don't do it so anyway now uh, another friend of mine uh, Jen Fletcher how you doing Jen thanks for listening uh, she says 
a big flag for me is always when prospective students are more concerned about money than what they're going to be learning. I mean, why ask about martial arts classes if you don't actually have an interest in what's being offered and don't even ask questions about what is being offered? Wait, and don't even ask questions about what they might be learning or how it might benefit them. If you're going to take up a new hobby or fitness program, then genuine people tend to have a ton of questions. Yes, Jen, I absolutely agree. Um, a lot of people that um, email me with legitimate inquiries for their children or for themselves will always ask more questions based on the information I give them. They will always ask me when a good time would be, and then I make a time, and then and nine times out of ten, whenever I make an appointment with the with real people, they will show up. They will uh, take an intro lesson or have their kids take an intro lesson, um, and we actually get to speak face to face. This type of transaction where they just want to, where the first thing they ask is, you know, do you take credit cards? I want to do classes, you know, that kind of thing. And I want to prepay for two months. You know, that's a big red flag because if they don't even know what the hell they're going to be learning and if they don't care, you know, then, yeah, it's a, it's a big red flag. So, you know, martial arts instructors out there, please do pay attention to that. Now, I've got, uh, I've, I've got like Sifu Robert Deal. Hey, Sifu Robert, how are you, buddy? Hey, sis, how you doing, man? Hey, I'm doing really good. Thanks for joining in. Are you on work break? I uh, yeah, I'm just going to get lunch. Oh, right on. Well, you know, I had to do this particular show because honestly, bro, I am I'm kind of rip-roaring irritated. Okay, pissed. I guess that's the word. Because uh since last night I've been dealing with this uh just this this really suspicious type of uh text message thing, you know, some guy asking for classes, wanting five kids to do uh, to do classes, right? And I'm like uh-huh. What? You know, what are you talking about? Didn't even ask about what, you know, what we teach, you know, and apparently the number they're calling from is a New York number, right? <laughs> and apparently, yeah, right, it's a New York number. And get this, I don't know if you, uh, I don't know if you, I don't know when you came in because I was on the Facebook page, but um, when he, he, the first thing he asked me, bro, was, do you take credit cards and can I have your personal cell phone number? Yeah. 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 Red alert. Red alert. Scam alert. Right. (laughs) I was like, I was like, are you you serious? Right. So what I did, um, other than, other than like going, you know, what, what the heck's wrong with this guy? Yeah. uh, Other than doing something like that, I gave the guy a dummy text number. (laughs) Okay. I got an app on my phone where I got just a different number, right? I mean, you know, a dummy text number. It's kind of like Skype or Tango or WeChat or whatever, right? So, uh-huh. um, and I can and I can text or call from it, right? So I gave him that number. Right. And no, no, no sooner than I gave him that dummy text number, he he uh, texts me back and and demands, you know, the the cost for for uh, five kids. Well, uh, four kids and one adult, because apparently one of them is 18 years old, right? Um, and he just wanted to know what the total number was. And I'm thinking the dude says that he lives in Cheney. That's like 260 miles away from here. <laughs> oh, my <laughs> it God. Take, 
four hours. But get this, dude. He has a charter bus. <laughs> oh, my God. He, you said something interesting because I've been – people have tried to scam me on and things I've advertised on Craigslist. And if they're not willing to share or if they avoid the question or answer, I guess, for lack of a better word, stupidly, if you mm-hmm. say, uh, uh, what part of New York City do you live in? And he says, well, I'm near Cincinnati, Ohio. And mm-hmm. that's stupid. You know it's wrong. Right. Right. <laughs> exactly. Now, here's the thing, though, you know, um, even if I did give him, and what I did um, um, on the short email is I didn't even give him a, um, a discount. I just wanted to see if this was a scam, so I gave him full price for all five kids. It would be $1,500 for two months for all five kids without right. a family discount, right? And he said, all right, no problem, like real quick. And I'm thinking, oh, okay, this has got to be a scam because, you know, well, what scammer – would not want to pass up the possibility of getting $1,500 as a, a, as a refund if their quote-unquote kids don't like the class. You know? Right. What a, what a load of bullshit, I think, right? But, <laughs> Absolutely. Absolutely. Right? But, yeah, so I was – I was, but I'm, I'm actually carrying on this conversation because I kind of want to see where it goes. Now, here's the thing, though, dude, and I was hoping that you'd call in because I'm actually thinking of calling this number. That what do you think? Interesting. Yeah, yeah, you know what? Uh, yeah, I'm, I'm thinking I would. And the thing is, though, is I told this guy via text that that our accounts manager would be calling. Okay, which in a sense I am, in a sense. Right. Right. <laughs> so um, you know, I'm I'm uh, think uh, I'm. Well, hold on a sec here, Jen. Can you can you? Uh, Jen, can you, uh, uh, on Facebook, if you're listening, can you, um, can you reiterate what PMSL means now? Oh, what PMSL means. So um, I have no idea what PMSL means. PMSL. <laughs> PMSL. Take my um, shit live. Oh. <laughs> I have no idea what PMSL means, but anyway, she, she just like Facebook messaged me and goes PMSL now. <laughs> I was like, "What the hell is PMSL?" Okay, so <laughs> let's let's just go ahead and see what happens because I kind of want to I kind of want to know what's going on here. So, um, oh. <laughs> Jen says PMSL means peeing myself laughing now. All right. Let's call this number. Oh, P. I thought you said P. Okay, yeah, that makes sense. Yeah, PMSL, I guess, is peeing myself now. <laughs> let's see what we got here. Six. Uh, okay, let's. The number you have number. dialed has not been recognized. Please try again. I'm shocked. <laughs> well, you, you <laughs> oh my gosh oh I want to text back this person well my accounts 
manager, I'm texting this person back right now, called and your number is hmm, bogus. <laughs> We cannot can we cannot go forward with this <laughs> transaction unless we speak with a parent or legal guardian. Sorry. But the rules. Let's see what he says. I kind of hope they like text back all pissed off. You know? <laughs> now, you know, okay, I want my listeners to know out there that, you know, I'm, I'm not really trying to be an ass here. But, I mean, is it any, is it any wonder that this uh, that this uh, phone call was bogus. I mean, I'm going to try it again. Let's let's try it again. Let's. The number it. you have dialed has not been recognized. No. Please try not. again. <laughs> it's <laughs> it's fake. It's a bogus number. In fact, it's a voice IP number. I actually looked it up on the internet. It's a it's a it goes through a service called Bandwidth.com, which is uh, like a bandwidth. Uh, sorry, which is kind of like a voice IP broker service or something like that. So right. no wonder that they wanted me to go texting because if they wanted to go emailing or whatever, um, they could be tracked. Um, however, just out of curiosity, what I want to do is email, not email, um, I want to, where is it? I want to look up this email address and see see what happens. I mean, it's a um it's a uh fairly legit looking um email address, but <clears throat> but the thing is though is if you're on email, um you, you know, your IP can be tracked and stuff like that. Whereas, you know, on a lot of, you know, I, I guess on a lot of voice IP, well, I don't know. I really don't know if voice IP lines can be tracked or not. So if there's anyone listening out there that knows, please give us a call, 347-677-0699. Now, you know, I'm sure there are some of you that are thinking, you know, what the hell else does Restita, you know, does she have anything else to do other than chase after scammers? Well, yes, I do. I have an appointment. I have to be at it too. But, <laughs> but you know, this really, you know, hits a hotbed for me because you know, um, offhandedly, I've, I've been the victim of scams before. Um, I've been a victim of um, scams where people would uh, call and ask to uh, make good on a, a bank balance. You know how, like, it is when you, like, overdraw yourself and, uh, right. you know, at your bank and then your, your, your uh, and then your bank closes the account because it's been um, overdrawn for so long, <clears throat> right? Well, I don't know how, you know, Internet scammers, you know, harvest that kind of information, but they do. And uh, I got a call some years ago saying that they were from Chase um, and uh, that, that I needed to pay up on, on, that, uh, on that balance, which was only about 200 bucks. Now, here's the thing, though. At the time, a friend of mine was my 
personal banker at my local Chase. And whenever he had seen any, um, like, weird stuff on my account or whatever, he would just, like, ping me or email me and say, hey, you know, Rusty, take a look at this. Did you do this? And he's done that, like, twice before, right? When my uh, wallet got stolen, he pinged me and said, okay, this is weird. So even if it is you, I'm going to go ahead and, and, and freeze it because this this doesn't sound like you, right? <clears throat> Uh, it sounds kind of right. creepy that he's keeping an eye on it, but, he, you know, he's a really good friend of mine. So anyway, um, it turns out that somebody was, like, trying to uh, do that. And another time um, I got scammed out when somebody actually came into the school asking about, um, asking about lessons when an accomplice came in through the back door somehow and took a deposit bag. So we were out, like, thousands of dollars and a box of new checks. And, uh, yeah, so we, <laughs> it, was, it was not fun, right? Yeah, so we had to go, you know, chase down all of the people that made those payments and make sure that, you know, that everything was canceled and stuff like that. It was like crazy. And it, you know, stuff like that just pisses me off. You know, scammers, I'm going to call your shit out right now. Sorry about my French. But (laughs) (laughs) this stuff pisses me out because if you're going to be that lazy, you know, if you're going to spend this much time figuring out dumb ass scams like this, then go out and find a freaking job you know <laughs> right. and jen jen makes a good point she says you know this is also martial arts too this is self-protection so i really appreciate you sharing this with all of us here the whole cyber world is new and potentially dangerous new battlefield with a whole range of threats so it's a great idea to raise awareness of it both to students and teachers um as to what can go wrong here. Yes, Jen, it's, it, it, it's, that's exactly what I think. And I know um, Sifu Bob, you know, supports everyone on this too because a lot of us have these really small dojos, right? Dojos that are just, you know, that you can only um, do like after your uh, regular job. It's something that you want to continue to do. You do it out of the goodness of your heart, you know, or you open up your garage, teach for free, you know. Leave it to these scammers that are going to try to, like, take away that money. And also, you know, if right. you are even a big studio owner, if you're a big studio owner, these, these scammers are trying to take the food off of your family's plates, right? So, you know, this is where, this is where scammers like this piss me off. Now, again, <clears throat> I'm talking in terms of martial arts studios, um, but this can happen to any service studio, yoga, Zumba, um, you know, personal training, boot camp services, um, Tai Chi schools, Qi Gong schools, you know, any type of um, service like that. And, you know, I figure, and this is just my theory, that a lot of these scammers take advantage of martial arts and other yoga service type of things because of the, the I guess, the, should I call it stereotypical? No, I won't. But because of the personality types of, martial artists right we're there for our community we want to help people especially the kids right Uh, we want to help people get stronger and better and learn to protect themselves so of course you know if somebody wants to learn martial arts you know we're going to be there for them and you know i think this is something that that martial artists or that uh, martial artists can uh, fall prey to especially if they're a new teacher or have a new business and um, if scammers can actually, you know, feel out a, a personality right away, um, which is why I just kind of remained kind of neutral when I, 
answered this guy because I kind of wanted to see where the true colors are lying. So, you know, now that we know that this number is fake, right, where you can't even call it, that it's uh, um, probably just online text uh, messaging only, um, this really – this this really puts a cap on it, and I don't really expect any type of response from him because now he's got no more chance. You know, he probably, and I'm hoping he does, I'm, prob- I'm probably hoping he gets the idea that we're on to him, right? But I was really hoping right. somebody would have answered. I was really hoping hoping somebody would, would have answered, and I would have said, you know, hi, this is Rusty DeJesus, and I'm the accounts manager for Body Movement Arts. How are you? Well, I, you know, wanted to set up an account for you for your kids, and I had, I had two questions that I knew was probably going to, like, trip them up. Um, what are the age of your kids, <clears throat> right? Because most likely he's not going to have my particular text file right there in front of him, and he won't have my real name. He can't search for Rusty DeJesus because he doesn't have that name in his text. Right. So he's going to have to, like, tell me, you know, ages of kids. And then I would say, oh, well, you know, I thought you had five kids. Can you give me their birth dates, please? Right? (laughs) Oh, that would jack his world up. Exactly, right? The scam artists is they rely on desperation. They rely on you. Oh, I got five kids and an adult of 1500 bucks. That'll feed my family for a month. Right, they, rely, right. they rely on that. Exactly, exactly. And, you know, I, I didn't go into this. And, and, again, I want to tell our listeners, I didn't go into this with the intention of scamming the scammer, so to speak. But, um, but you know, I kind of wanted to call them out, right? You know, if someone did answer, and if it was a foreign accent, then that would have really put a cap on it too, right? Um, because, you know, I would have said, you know, what are the ages of your kids? And if they gave me the wrong amount, I would have called them out on that. What are their birth dates? And see how well they can do their math right then and there, right? You know, and if they get the dates wrong, you know, oh, well, I'm sorry. That, you know, that date would have, would have made, would have made the, that particular child like seven years old. I thought you said he was 10, you know, <laughs> you know, and then just, you know, and ask also, you know, and your address, please. And if they gave, give me a different address other than Cheney, then you know what I mean? So, yeah, it would, you know, but the thing was, is this, uh, this person knew through my text that, you know, these are the requirements that I would need from the, for the accounts manager to be able to set up a package, right? And, uh, you know, right. and that's the thing, folks. If scammers call you up like this, um, Number one, don't give them any personal information, none whatsoever, none. not even your real name, not even or your full name. Um, I didn't even give a real name. Well, apparently, he found it out um, um, because um, our accounts manager actually forwarded, forwarded me the, the email, and I replied. So he had gotten the, uh, my first name, right? And, uh, but here's the thing though. I mean, if they're going to ask for my, if they're going to ask for my, uh, for my name, if I remember correctly, I think my uh, body movement arts email has my full name on it. So, you know, that was red flag number one or red flag number two, you know, do you take credit cards? Red flag number three, five kids, charter bus, Cheney, Washington. (laughs) Right. Do you live near Seattle? Yes. Cheney, Washington. (laughs) Yeah. That's four hours away. Idiot. (laughs) <laughs> but, but on a map, it's only about an eighth of an inch. <laughs> That's right. 
<laughs> I guess maybe in his mind, it probably would have uh, been a charter bus. But you know, like the like the scam that Mr. Michael Blackburn had um, had um, uh, mentioned. You know, that's a common one. The refund one um, is uh, is another one. And um, just all sorts of stuff. And, it, and, and even if it's uh, not credit card, there's also check fraud where they actually send a check with the supposed student. Um, and there you have it. You've got a check there. So you figure it's, it's payment. You give, the, you, you give the people their lesson, and they, then they say, oh, you know, I don't like it. You know, can my dad get a refund or whatever, you know. But, you know, you know you can't give the refund quite yet because you've deposited it. You haven't deposited it yet. So you deposit it, hoping to just give the money back, and then it bounces. Right, and then they just keep hounding you and hounding you and hounding you for the for the refund, and then they threaten legal action and this and that and the other. And then if you're a new uh, new martial arts instructor or don't have a lawyer at hand, you, you you freak out and you relent and you give them the money. So <laughs> so you know it's 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 the, these kind of scams are are running rampant out there, folks. And if it's not and if it's not that, um, it's all the other scams uh, that just any consumer um, can be can be subject to. Now, I want to address one more thing, and that's Craigslist. Now, over here in the United States, we've got Craigslist, um, which is kind of like a uh, online marketplace where you can like buy, sell, trade, yada yada yada, right? Um, however, I right. am curious as to what other um, what other services are out there around the globe. So, Jen. If there's, if you're listening, if there's anything out there that's close to like Craigslist here in the U.S., can you just let me know what that is? Um, but anyway, um, uh, some of the scams um, that are coming on Craigslist are, of course, a home and apartment rental scams, uh, car buying scams, ticket scams, escrow fraud, uh, fake Craigslist guarantees, and uh, job scams, and a fake Craigslist site. Um, now, the um, the thing here, though, is that with the um, with all of these scams, like you said, Sifu Bob, all of these people are preying on the fact that you are desperate. In this case, for the um, for the, uh, the home or apartment renters, they're they're preying on the over anxious uh, renters. Like, um, well, not necessarily the renters, but they also uh, target the landlords, the people that are looking for tenants for their uh, 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 businesses. So, like for example, um, one of the one of the typical Nigerian scams for for landlords and renters is where a person will agree to rent, you know, your house or apartment, and then um, send you the check or money order for the deposit and rent fees, whatever, right? And then after the the check is sent, they realize that they accidentally sent too much, and tell the landlord to put it. To, and, and to tell the landlord that it puts them in financial difficulty, they ask that the excess be wired to them right away. Now, what the landlord or you might not realize, however, is that the check or money order, of course, is no good. And whatever money you wire to the scammer will be your own money, not theirs. And you'll never see that, that money again. So very similar to the, uh, to the my kid doesn't like classes, can you refund me the money scam. Um, um yeah, and uh, now here's the thing, though. <clears throat> in the case of, of um, scammers that that attack um, landlords or renters, um, make sure, though, 
um, that, let's see, it says here, now that you understand the basics of how thieves take advantage of tenants and landlords, let's take a look at how you can avoid becoming a helpless victim. And some of these can actually help um, all of you out there, martial arts school owners, avoid the same kind of thing. You know, just, uh, just take these points and just kind of like, spin them a little bit so that way it fits your business. Number one, make sure, in this case, make sure the landlord really owns the house. So in this case, make sure the parent is really a parent. Make sure the family is really a family. And how you do that is you check the number. You know, if it's a real number, sell or otherwise, you know, uh, you know look it up. You know, and I know some people out there don't want to have to pay for the service of, you know, cell phone lookups and stuff like that. But Eh, you know, if it's nineteen dollars for like six months or whatever, why not? You know, it's it's just nineteen dollars. Right. Get to check the numbers and stuff like that. I mean, I did that. I did that for about three months, um, and it sure helped keep the uh, the spam at bay. It allowed me to like block those numbers on my phone, and they never bothered me again, right? Um, so make sure that you know these people are legit. Uh, number two, get a copy of the landlord's ID. Um, or call the local authorities to make sure it's legitimate. Now, it, you know, in that case, you know, instead of getting a copy of the ID, uh, what we do is we we make sure that we see the people first before any money changes hands. Okay, which hey, is Rob, why we I, have. I got yeah. Okay, well, I have fun at Thanks for so calling. I, I will see you. I will talk to you on Sunday. Okay, sounds great. Thanks for calling. See ya. Hey, see ya. Bye. Okay, and that was Sifu Robert Deal who uh, called us on his uh, on his lunch break. My uh, dear co-host, my dearest friend and brother in the martial arts. Okay, so let's continue. Um, instead of like asking for a copy of the landlord's ID in the case of like you know tenant and landlord fraud, um, you know try to see the people first, right? At our school, you know, when we get phone calls or emails, we say, hey, you know, come on in, visit the school, so that way I can meet. You know, so that way it allows you as a teacher to meet the person or the person and their child that will be taking the class, right? And if they show up, if, it, if it's a child, I usually give them one free lesson, and then if they like it or whatever, then they sign up right then and, right then and there, right? Right then and there, uh, we've got an uh, we've got a, uh, uh, online registration thing, and they can sign up right then and there, Um which is fine. And, you know, they can, um, if they choose to pay by credit card or check or cash or whatever, you know, they can, they can choose their uh, option right there and then they pay right there, right? Um, and uh, so that's how that works. Um, another thing that you can do is do a quick Google search, um, if possible, on, um, on that person. Now, again, it may not work because in this case, there's probably a ton of Marvin Smiths out there, Um but if you do Google the number, um, it might uh, it might help you, um, or call it and see what happens. And you know, for those of you that just tuned in, I called and the number is bogus. Um, so yeah, it's 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 uh, kind of weird like that. Now, uh, my friend Jen on Facebook wants to uh, add on another point to make sure that us as martial arts instructors or service-oriented businesses can protect ourselves. She says, something else, something else worth mentioning is how much information people put out onto their web presence. Please, for goodness sake, don't put things like your full legal name, home address, and birth date out there. For example, social media. Same with uh, 
be careful to set your posts and photos so random members of the public cannot see your stuff. This is the kind of uh, stuff that identity theft hackers make use of that they can create uh, fake IDs with and steal your identity. identity, And that can potentially lead to massive massive debt being taken out in your own name. All right. Um, now I make sure that whenever I do uh, posts on my personal page that it's only set to friends or to certain groups within my social media, such as good friends or just martial arts or just my school, body movement arts, or just this or just that or, or whatever. And uh, also make sure that um, – you know, <laughs> make sure that I'm going to have to tell this story anyway, but make sure that if you set something to private, if you want to keep it private, don't tag people. <laughs> now, I, <laughs> this is off the subject, but I just kind of want to uh, mention a, a little story that I, uh, uh, that I saw yesterday about a lady whose child was expelled from a Christian private school because the mother of that child complained about um, the fact that the school, quote-unquote, didn't give enough notice that it was going to be picture day at the school or something like that. Apparently, it was a week's notice, uh, and the, uh, the mother complained about that school not giving enough notice, and she complained on Facebook, she, and she said she said it to private and was wondering why her child was being punished for something that she posted privately. But, um, but then again, she also mentioned that she tagged the school on the post. Now, I'm sorry, honey, but if you're going to like make something private and you tag someone, you just made it not private. <laughs> so I have to laugh about that. I mean, that's, that's just ridiculous, right? So anyway... Um, so yes, thank you, Jen. Make sure that your your web presence is um, is just uh, is very safe on there. Now on our website, of course, we you know we give our uh, we give our name, but the only contact information that they have is the studio. Um, you know, and it and um, but also you know keep in mind though, folks, that um, you know if if scammers out there are like uh, you know heavy duty. Um, they can actually go through public records, all right, um, like uh, public records. You can search for who owns a particular house, that kind of thing, you know, all the way up to the last time they paid their mortgage and, and stuff like that. So if people actually want to go that far, they can they can find that kind of information. However, you just want to make sure that you're, that you're real identifying information, such as your birthday and your, your um Social security number or any other um, governmental identification numbers are not are not going to be there. You know, no no military ID numbers or anything like that. Don't put that online. Um, you know, be you know be be careful about that. If you need to um, order something from Craigslist or whatever, you know, um, you know, see if using a PO box will work first for providing an address, and if that doesn't work. Um, then, of course, you know, you can, um, you know, uh, speak to the actual seller. But keep in mind that on Craigslist, folks, there are a lot of scams that go on on Craigslist. So, uh, so if you're a martial arts school owner and you've put some of your class listings, advertising your classes on Craigslist, 
um, you know, be careful because it never fails. You know, I used to use Craigslist, and every time I put ads on Craigslist, I would always get a barrage of emails that were kind of similar to this Mr. Marvin Smith, I want to enroll my kids, and I'm from... I'm from Germany and they're going to be attending school in Seattle for like three months and I want them to learn martial arts, blah, 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 blah. So, you know, I get a barrage of those, which is why when I got this email, I, uh, I, I kind of put up the red flags because it sounded too similar to what I've seen in the past. So, and uh, yeah, so it was, um, so I figured it would, it, it would be, um, important for me to actually draw this conversation out and to draw the scammer out. And so far, it's now almost 1 p.m. Pacific time here in the USA, and I still haven't gotten a text response back to my last message about, sorry, we can't go on with your transaction because we can't talk to you. So good riddance, good riddance. So, you know, folks out there, martial arts brothers and sisters, you know, do be careful. If you get these emails, um, you know, rather don't let them make requirements from you. It's your school. It's your business. You get the requirements from them. State your requirements, right? If that means that they have to um, fill out a pre-registration form online or in person, have them do that before you even talk, right? And if they, if they balk at it, just say, I'm sorry, that's been our rule. Um, it's our business rule, and uh, we're not going to break it. And you have every right to do so. And if they balk at it and call you names or whatever, then too bad, so sad. You know, just you know, tell them to go take a hike and go find another martial arts school, I guess. But but here's the thing, though: if we pass this message along, folks, no other martial arts schools will fall prey to this, or yoga schools, or qigong schools, or tai chi schools, or whatever service-oriented business you have. If we pass this along, no other people will. Uh, will fall prey to this. Uh, and uh, going back to what Sifu Bob said, a lot of these scammers fall prey on desperation. You know, yeah, like in my case, it would have been like close to $1,500 that a scammer could have gotten as a refund if their quote-unquote kids don't like the classes. So, you know, you want to make sure that uh, that you don't just see dollar signs. Um, think about the reputation of your business, okay, and defend that first. Uh, think about, you know, any um, future damage that it might cause. Think about that first. You know, don't let the dollar sign fuel any of your decisions, all right? Um, I tend to choose every student that comes into my school, all right? Some schools will, you know, some schools, uh, you know, will unfortunately be black belt factories and they'll sign up anybody and charge, you know, you know, horrendous fees, which is the other way around. That would be the McDojo scams, right? Um, but we'll talk about that some other show, right? But, you know, in, in my case, I prefer to choose my students, right? Which is why we have a three, three lesson introductory program. They, the, the potential student does not invest in too much money right? They get three intro lessons to decide whether or not we are a match for what they're looking for in a martial art. And also just as important, if they are a match for what we're looking for in a student. And if both mesh and everyone gets along and everyone agrees to um, the agreements and stuff like that, then we move forward. 
Okay, and I feel that you know every school should um, should choose their students. I've had to turn people away. Yes, I've had to turn people away. They just wanted to learn how to be, you know, ass kickers, or they had a bad attitude, or their work ethic showed, um, you know, during the three classes, or they wanted too much, or this and that and the other, made demands, disrespectful, whatever. And I just said, you know what? I'm sorry, we're not the school for you. Uh, gave them the reason why, you know, maybe even gave them a few a uh, few other recommendations. But, you know, keep in mind, my friends out there that with martial arts schools, you reserve the right to refuse service to anyone. And uh, same goes for scams, you know. Um, you know, um, I even told one person that um, that when this happened off of a Craigslist thing, I'm like, I'm sorry, but you're going to have to understand my position. Your request sounds kind of weird. And it sounds like a scam, and I actually think you are. What can you do to rest my mind? And I didn't get a response. So, boom, that was a scam. So if you have to call them out and say, you know what, this kind of sounds like a scam, and if it's not, I'm sorry, but if it is, you know, F off. (laughs) So... Anyway, oh, yeah, my friend Jen Fletcher on Facebook said, said, yes, that's exactly how I put it to my prospective students. We do match them, and they do match with what, uh, uh, and if they do match with what we're offering, then all, all good, right? Um, now, you know, and it's also a matter of, you know, like I said, and what exactly Jen says here is that, you know, if we really want to serve the martial art community, I mean, let's, let's be honest, folks, if we really want to serve the martial arts community if what you have to offer absolutely will not fit with what that student really wants you know don't force them you know and don't change your curriculum just to meet what they want and then you know just to get them to join and then change back to your regular curriculum right if that person really wants taekwondo because they really like taekwondo then be afraid to send them down the road to the taekwondo school all right um, because that's also going to tell the Taekwondo school that you're part of the community and that you're thinking of them also, and hopefully they will return the favor sometime, right? Um, you know, don't be afraid to, 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 you know, send people along their way. You know, again, if it's just the dollar signs that you're looking for um, and not your reputation, then you're going to be hurting along the way. Now, in, in the event that a martial arts school does – you know, do a hard sell and does the big song and dance like a used car salesman and stuff like that and gets a student to join that says, well, you know what, I really want Taekwondo, but we do a lot of kicking too. We do this and we do that and we do this. You know, we just don't call it Taekwondo, but it's very similar. A lot of people would say that if you put the two arts together and nobody's wearing a dogi or a uniform, you wouldn't be able to tell which is Taekwondo. You know, okay, that's a song and dance <laughs> that I just made up. And I don't even do Taekwondo. So if I can do that, anyone can, right? Um, You know, don't give them a song and dance and then go back to your, I don't know, MMA or karate or whatever and and call it Taekwondo because you're doing yourself a disservice. And when that student gets good enough to know what they're learning compared to uh, other things, your reputation is going to go down the toilet when they start spreading the word that you're doing bullshit. Okay? So, you know... Basically, you know, don't be a scammer yourself. Okay, that's I guess the the that's the message that I want to to give also. Other than don't fall prey to scams. Now, um, Jen on Facebook says, 
if you build your reputation, the good students will come for that. The word of mouth and recommendation is your friend. And the wealth energy will come because you are teaching real martial arts. I agree, Jen. Thank you, sister, for that um, for that uh, uh, comment there. Because um, when I first started, word of mouth was my friend. You know, we had tried everything. We paid up the nose for a Yellow Page ad that was just sitting in the Yellow Pages right? And we were paying like close to 300 something. No, it was like close to like $200 a month for an ad that was in a phone book that got printed once during the year. That didn't work. Okay. Instead, you know, what really helped was teaching real good martial arts and having students go home happy with what they learned and satisfied with the great workouts that they had so satisfied that they go out and they tell their friends and they bring their friends. And it works. I mean, granted, you know, you can do stuff like, you know, um, community service also, right, which is a type of uh, uh, word of mouth, you know, or actually in that case, you know, you're actually showing yourself to the public. That's a good thing to do too. Um, you could also go out and uh, put flyers on, on windshields. But you know what? I hate that. I hate it when I get in my car and there's like a big flyer on my windshield that I have to get out and take off, right? It's, it, you know, I, I just end, end, end up throwing it away because the approach is invasive, right, when you put flyers on windshields or um, stuff like that. Now, door hanging, um, door hanging seems to work, although I myself um, always feel like I'm trespassing when I'm doing door hanging. Um, so, you know, it, it does seem to work, but... I found, just like the coupon mailers that I get in the mail, that I just, with the coupon mailers, I just throw them out. Or I only look for one coupon, right? When we used to get coupon mailers, I used to look in there for a coupon to my favorite restaurant and throw out all the rest. That's all I would do. So are they really going to see your, your, your coupon? Maybe, maybe not. And that's probably like $500 that you had paid out for that, okay? Um, I've seen martial arts type of uh, um, advertisements on, get this, the inside of, of bathroom stalls. Now, if you're really going to be thinking about joining martial arts when you're sitting on the pot, <laughs> go for it, right? But I thought that was kind of weird, right? But, you know, word of mouth is your friend because, you know, people will tend to trust their friend's word for something. It's not enough to look at a flyer and go, oh, hey, look at this. This Restita chick has been around for like 30-something years, you know, it's not enough, right, because they don't know me. They might have seen my studio driving down the road, but they don't know me. They don't know any of my students. They don't know, no, 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 right? But if one of their friends says, wow, you know, you know, the, the people over there, body movement arts, they're, they're, they're the real thing. The teachers have, you know, all these years of experience and really care about their students and stuff. You know, you should come check it out with me. We got bring a buddy night here in a couple of days. You want to go? You know, of course, they're going to trust their friend a little bit better than just seeing, you know, uh, just seeing a flyer on their windshield, right? But, you know, by all means, back to the subject. <laughs> I don't know how we got on advertising. I, I went there. <laughs> but word of mouth, in, you know, is your friend. And do think of your reputation 
Um, I know how we got onto it. I thought about don't let money be your driving force. You know, don't see the dollar signs, ka-ching, ka-ching, and fall for these scams that will say, we're going to pay you like, you know, $5,000 for six months in advance because that's going to probably be your $5,000 that you're going to be losing. So, yeah, it's, uh, it's, it's, it's weird. Now, a common question, though, in situations like this is, now, how do these scammers and spammers manage to get to contacting us? How do they get our email a- addresses? Well, here are, some, here are some common ways that these scammers get our email addresses. Um, they harvest from the Internet by using web spiders, uh, even news groups, um, uh, going through blogs and discussion boards, um, test messages, okay, and... Uh, for this particular method, the scammers will send uh, test emails to recipients whose addresses they just guess, right? So come up with something like service at blah, blah, blah. So, you know, pick a company name, service at Body Movement Arts, info at Body Movement Arts or whatever, right? And if it happens to go through, then they know they've got someone, right? If it doesn't bounce, then they know they've got somebody, okay? Um, news groups, um, it's uh, it's it's it, it, I guess it's a pretty easy, straightforward um, task to to get email addresses from Usenet uh, news groups. Um, basically, you just pull in a big news feed, and extract the email addresses with a with a simple shell or Perl script, and um, and apparently news group volumes are still to this day increasing exponentially and and at the rate of at least several gigabytes per day. So that means that's a lot of email addresses that are for the taking and any spammer with enough uh, capability and bandwidth and in bandwidth can like get all of those uh, little email bits and just uh, have a field day with it. Okay. Um, Now um, they can also, Unfortunately, um, with these some of these scam emails, um, some of these scam emails can also harbor malware, um, viruses, Trojan horses, worms, and stuff like that to extract email addresses from your computer as well. So make sure that your school computer um, and even your phone, your smartphone, and your home computers, make sure that they all have some type of malware and security system on there and run it daily. Okay, especially at your school, uh, especially if you're taking uh, um, uh, payments at your school, you know, make sure that your system um, is secure. If you take payments online, make sure that your computer um, is malware free. Um, Now, also, um, these scammers can actually go to uh, info brokers. Now, you know, it. A lot of people know this, but a lot of people don't. A lot of people don't know that email lists are traded and sold. Yeah, our email addresses are a commodity, folks. And, you know, if you know where to look, you can purchase CDs and DVDs and downloads containing email addresses by the hundreds of thousands or millions. So, you know, you know it's, 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 a, it's a business all its own, the trading and brokerage of personal information. Um, you know, business and uh, service provider email lists are also stolen. They can be stolen and sold to, to, to spammers. Now, way back in uh, 2004, a former AOL employee was charged with stealing 90 million screen names and 30 million email addresses from AOL 
and selling them to a spammer for $100,000. Now, this isn't the only case where this has happened. So, wow, for $100,000, 90 screen names on AOL, you know, had the, uh, had the possibility of, of being infiltrated. Okay, and stuff like that just pisses me off, folks. Um, just the just the, uh, the the act of scamming, you know. And I'm pretty sure we've all been the victim of some type of scam and stuff. But when it comes to my business, when it comes to my reputation, I prefer to not have that messed with. And that's where it pisses me off. I've worked too hard for too long in my martial arts to have my reputation um, and my studio broken down by stupid scammers. So, um, yeah, you know, and um, I, <laughs> so, yeah, be careful out there, folks. Spread the word, um, you know, and just out of curiosity, I'm just going to call this number again just to see, just to see. The number you see. have dialed has not been recognized. No. Please no. try again. All right. So listen, Mr. Marvin Smith or whoever you say you are, you know, um, if you really wanted to have your kids take classes from me, you would have had no problem having my accounts manager call you. You would have had no problem doing the email thing, but apparently you don't want your email tracked or your IP address uh, tracked. So, you know, that, that screams red flag for coward number one. Okay. Number two. You know, you don't even know where Cheney is in relation to Seattle, yet you want your kids to drive four hours on a chartered bus to come take classes with me every day. Red flag for the coward number two. Okay. So, in fact, I even think that this guy, like, just copied and pasted the, the name of Cheney Washington from the Internet because it was all in caps and put it in the, in the text message. Okay. Um, number three. Okay. I just want you to know. Mr. Scammer Marvin Smith, that you were texting a dummy address. You were texting a dummy, uh, a dummy number, and any text you send will go to that dummy number. You're never going to talk to my, to my real phone because I'm not that stupid. I'm not going to let you do that. And, uh, yeah, <laughs> if you really want information, if you really want classes, go to the website. Go to the website. Most smart people will do that. Okay, we see through your scam and we're going to spread it, spread it around the Internet to all the other martial arts schools so they can be aware of people like you. So anyway, that was my scam alert for Friday, September 26th. And uh, it's now 1.10 p.m. I've got a uh, 2 o'clock appointment that I need to get to. So um, share the show, martial arts friends. Um, let's make sure that scams like this do not get to our brothers and sisters with with martial arts schools or yoga schools or tai chi schools or service or other service oriented schools um let's call out these scammers and let's not ever let this happen to our industry again all right all right so thanks for listening everyone and um if you have any questions or would like to comment on the show um just go to dynamic dojo at blogtalkradio.com and, uh, oh, wait, no, I'm sorry. That's, uh, well, I guess you can. Blog Talk Radio um, backslash Seika Network. Okay? It's uh, blogtalkradio.com backslash Seika Network. Or you can go search for Dynamic Dojo Talk Radio 
um, on Facebook. Just uh, just search for it, and uh, you'll be able to you'll be able to find us there. Awesome. All right. So with that said, everyone, have a great weekend, and tune in this Sunday at 6 p.m. Pacific as we welcome Lua Master Michelle Manu. Kumu Lua Michelle Manu, and she'll be telling us about the ancient Hawaiian art of Lua. All right, so don't miss it. See you 6 p.m. this Sunday, September 28th. Bye, everybody. Oh, wait, 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 wait. I take that back. Oh, somebody had called. Darn, and I was going to actually take the call. Sorry, 408. If you're still listening, call. Because I've still got 15 minutes. (laughs) I guess not. (laughs) Area code 408? Area code 408? (laughs) Are you there? (laughs) Please call again because I'm still online. Area code 408? Oh, well, sorry, sorry, area code 408. I, you know... Um, I just saw you as I got back to the studio to to play the outro. I'm sorry I missed your call, but um, if you do still want to comment on that, area code 408, please just go ahead and call uh, call us this Sunday at around 6 p.m., uh, 347-677-0699. That is our call-in number for this Sunday. And just mention Friday's show, and I'll know what you're talking about. All right, so with that said, let's do the outro again, and we're actually going to leave for real. Bye, everybody. Good night.